Welcome to the Sacred Six Podcast with Dr. Deb Doherty, hosted by me, Deb's daughter-in-law, Jackie Lutz. The Sacred Six is a toolkit for the simple, natural actions anyone can take to help them live a healthier, more active, and more fulfilling life. The word sacred is an acronym for these six lifestyle habits. In each episode of this six-part series, we will dive into one of the lifestyle habits in detail. Let's dive in. Okay, back with Dr. Deb Doherty. Um, We are going through the sacred six. Mm -hmm. We did the S for spirituality, or spiritualize, Spiritualize, sorry, they're verbs. Spiritualize, A for associate, C for consume, R for rest, and now we have the E for exercise. exercise. Yeah. So some people get um, concerned when you say exercise. They have a love-hate relationship with that. But there's so much more to it. Um, it's not just about exercise. It's about moving. Our bodies were meant to move. We are not meant to be sedentary. And you've, I'm sure you've read many places, sedentary is the new smoking. This is proven by a huge amount of research um, that shows that sedentary behaviors not only increase inflammation in our bodies, they affect every single organ in our system. They affect every muscle in our system. We are meant to move. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be exercising hard and sweating all the time and all this stuff. It's just that we are meant to move. So we also talk about exercise versus physical activity. And it's really important to understand those are both just as beneficial, one as the other. The actual definition of exercise is structured movement. So I'm going to you know, go to the gym and, or I'm going to walk or I'm going to ride a bike or swim this, at this intensity for this many, you know, this many minutes or um, this many days a week. Um, Or it's about lifting certain weights and you have a routine of how many weights you're going to lift and how much, many muscles you're going to do. That's, that's exercise and it's wonderful and it has a place, definitely a great place. But physical activity is just as beneficial and that is movement. I consider it more functional movement gardening. (laughs) Um, When you are out, people that just love to walk, they're playing golf, they're playing pickleball. Um, You are, I always talk about physical activity with my grandbabies Mm -hmm. because we are on the go from the moment they get there at 6.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock at night, other than their two-hour nap. We are outside, walking all around, feeding the chickens, taking out the garbage. We have all sorts of jobs we do. Um, or we're down in our basement where they have all sorts of toys to play with and I'm playing right with them. So it's physical activity um, is moving in whatever way is fun for you. So make it part of your world and that can incorporate many things. So my physical activity with my, I'm a chicken farmer. I'm a beekeeper. So that's my exercise, it's associating with my animals, it's de-stressing, um, it's a spiritual spiritual experience for me as well. I spiritualize in those events. So we can, we can combine several of the mm-hmm. sacred six doing those things. So I think that's important for people to know that it's about movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's so tough because we, like we said in, in other episodes, you know, it's video meetings now, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're working from home, uh, it used to just be a phone call, conference call, and you could be, you could be walking, you yeah. could be, you could be kind of standing or doing whatever, but now you're always on video. So you're always just needing right. to give just that extra amount of attention, uh, to, you know, and just like staring at a screen. Right. And it's really difficult for people who 
you know, like, like my previous life where you're just on back-to-back meetings all day right. long, uh, it's really hard to get up and move. I have my, my watch that tells me every hour, like you need to stand up and walk around for a minute, right. which helps. Right. But I'd be shocked at the end of the day at how many, t- like how few hours I completed. Right, right. And like, I would literally not be able to complete it that day because right. I didn't stand up for four hours right. or something like that. Um, it, it, it's funny how difficult that is. Well, and you know, everything changed post COVID. Mm-hmm. We, we, we all had to be on meetings and on Zoom and now it's just become a way of life. There are great conveniences about it. There's wonderful things about, you know, being, being able to have meetings internationally and very easily. But I think this is where all of us have to demand that we have health practices and take care of ourselves in this process. So having the tables, the the computer tables that lift up and down so you can stand for part of the meetings, even that helps. Just standing and sitting, you know, that helps. I also think we have to say to everyone on the meetings, we're taking a two-minute or a five-minute break so everybody can walk around. Again, you don't have to run and sweat. You can still be dressed wonderfully. Just move. Mm -hmm. Our body is desperately in need of movement. So you can walk around your house, up and down the stairs, walk outside if you have a place you can walk to, um, anything just to get everything moving. Not only will your every organ in your system thank you for it, your brain will thank you for it because you get more blood supply to your brain and you're going to be sharper to finish the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like just if you think about a sedentary lifestyle over the span of somebody's entire career, sedentary career, Right. And the effect, yeah, the yeah. long term effects that mm-hmm. that can have mm-hmm. on a body, because it's not even probably just the movement and all the science behind, you know, your muscles. And I, I don't remember if it was you. Someone someone told me one time I have a friend who who suffers from depression mm-hmm. and I've never suffered from depression, so I, I can't speak for it. But someone told me that usually when someone's depressed, they just don't really want to move. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there is literally like something that your muscles secrete. Mm-hmm. When you move them and flex them, yep. even when you're just walking, that is like a natural um, antidepressant, antidepressant <laughs> for the body. And it's yep. so funny because it's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. And, you know, just suggesting like getting up and walking, like look at how many people suffer from anxiety and depression right? and how much movement can can help that. But it's funny because our, our, our world just keeps getting more and more sedentary. Yep. Yeah, and that there's actually huge amounts of research that show one of the best interventions for depression is movement, is mm-hmm. some kind of exercise, physical activity um, that's even more effective than a lot of the medications that are out there. So it has been it, that, that it's well proven in the literature. It's just essential that we move. It really is. Now, there are some basic guidelines. Um, we need to make sure we're moving every day. The uh, uh, American College of Sports Medicine states that we should get 150 minutes of aerobic exercise per week, which is like 30 minutes a day, five days a week. Um, so if we, we want to keep that as a baseline, that is really a good baseline to start with because, you know, do you have to do heavy duty movement every single day? No, but if you want to get the 150 minutes in or more, mm-hmm. your body then will start craving it. You'll mm-hmm. want to get that as well. Your body, just like when your body starts craving good food, it will also start craving movement. So that's a good baseline to remember. Um, and we also need a couple days of resistance training, resistance exercise, doing something that, um, 
that m makes our muscles work a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. Again, it doesn't have to be lifting weights. Depending on what you're doing, you know, we, we have a farm. So when I'm cleaning out the chicken coop, mm -hmm. <laughs> it is very um, exhausting to do that. Mm -hmm. I am shoveling and moving straw and bringing in bales, and it takes a couple of hours. I get huge amount of physical activity that day, both aerobic and resistance. Mm -hmm. So it can be other things that you do. Um, if you have a dog and you can take the dog for a walk, that's great. But we need to stress our bodies a little bit in a good way. Mm -hmm. And if you are um, uncomfortable or unsure how to get started, this is where you see a health mm -hmm. coach, um, a personal trainer, a physical therapist. These are people that can help you safely start a program. It's also important to find what works for you. Um, so not everybody can do the same kind of exercise. Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't. Every, every one of us has a different passion. So you have to find out what is your passion in movement that will be sustainable, that you can keep doing. I'm a walker. I love to walk. Mm -hmm. I have a treadmill, but I also walk outside on the farm. That is that what really uh, is my main way to get my aerobic exercise. Um, but I also love yoga. So I'm a big yoga person and have went to many classes, but I have all the yoga stuff in the basement. I don't even need a class now. Um, that is how I keep my flexibility is through yoga and some resistance training. You know, you hold some of these poses. They, mm -hmm. it's, it's tough. Harder than it looks. Yeah. And I love that. But that's what works for me. I do some weightlifting as well. But that you, everybody has to find what works for you. Some people like group activities. If you do, great. Then find groups that you can be involved in that will help you to maintain your health and movement. And other people like to work out alone. That's fine too. It's find what works for you that's sustainable um, because it is something that you, you mu it must be a lifestyle behavior. Yeah, the watch is what gets me because I'm yeah. kind of a type A, you know, like if you give me a goal, I'm, I'm going to achieve it. It's yeah, going to bother yeah. me until I do. So like on my watch, I have to get 30 minutes of exercise a day yeah. where I think it, it's by heart rate mm -hmm. and then 500 calories through you've used up yeah. Yeah. yeah and you know i'm so psychotic that when i have the time i'm like <laughs> i burn the 500 calories and do the 30 minutes of exercise yeah. or more to get to that 500 calories before i even start my day yeah. because i don't want to think okay. about it yeah, i'm like yeah, i just yeah. want to wipe that goal yeah. right off you know and then i just have to worry about standing yep. 12 times and that can be hard yeah but um you know for any other type a overthinkers out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, the watch is, is huge because yep. it's something that actually helps you track it. Sometimes you don't realize you don't move. Mm -hmm. There's been days mm -hmm. where I don't get my workout in in the morning because I have an early meeting or right. something that, that threw off my schedule. And I'll go until like four o'clock in the afternoon and burned 120 calories, mm -hmm. stood up mm -hmm. two times, yep. you know, and it's like, I've just done nothing with my body that whole day. And if I didn't have the tracker, I don't know that I would I would really understand the lack of movement that I have throughout the day. And that's a really good point. There's there's a lot of people that will say, if you want to make changes, you have to measure it. Mm -hmm. So we have to have some way of measuring what we do. I'm a big fan, of course, of measuring inflammatory markers. That's how we can tell if we're helping our bodies that way. But measuring whatever we can helps us to make better intentions mm -hmm. and to to do the things we want to do. It's it's hugely important. So that works for you. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to figure out what works for you. What is your passion that can be sustainable? And don't be afraid to, okay, I'm going to try this. This didn't work. 
I lasted <laughs> about three weeks. I can't do it anymore. Okay, then try something else. Mm -hmm. And you keep trying. You mm -hmm. keep failing forward until you find, ah, this mm -hmm. is my sweet spot. This is what I can do on a regular basis. If you can find somebody to work out with, it's great. Um, for even people that are more solid, solid, solitary workers that really, you know, like to work out alone, sometimes it's nice to take a walk with someone. And mm -hmm. then you're associating while you're exercising. So you got two for the price of one. You might be de-stressing at the same time, spiritualizing at the same time. So, you know, you're really crossing over a lot of the sacred six when you're, when you're just um, exercising. So what's the big the big takeaway for exercise? Um, the takeaway is that we have to move. We have to move every single day. Um, we have to find what our passion in movement, what can help us to move. But we have to be moving and raising our heart rate a little bit and um, not being sedentary. We have to make um, movement our go-to. Movement is life. So we just okay. did exercise. So next is our last one. Yes. It's the D, the D. for decompress. Mm -hmm. Decompress, de-stress. Yep. That's what we'll talk about next. Okay. Thank you.